Hi everybody, welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber and today I want to talk about how many more dates it's going to take for you to meet your person. Before we get into that, I want to let you know about my free guide called Copy and Paste Texts for when he's pulling away or acting flaky. The link for that is in the show notes. And then I'm going to be opening up my second group coaching program very soon. So if you're interested in that, check out the link in the show notes as well to book a consult with me and learn more about the program. The last group program actually sold out before it started and there were several people who were not able to begin. So if it's something that you've been interested in or waiting to hear about when it's open again, make sure you book the consult sooner rather than later. Okay, so let's talk about this idea of how many more dates you have to go on before you meet your person. And there are a few ideas I want to share about this, but first let me explain how this shows up in coaching sessions. So I almost inevitably (laughs) hear at some point with many clients, oh my gosh, I've been on so many dates. I've been dating this many years. I've been trying for so long. Why is this not happening for me? And I'll hear that often also in consults, like Amber, I've been doing this for so long and it's not working. And my response is to first distinguish between trying and growing. So I always hear that I've been doing it for this many years. I've been on this many dates. I've swiped this many hours. I'm taking all of the actions and it's not working. And what I always say is that there is a difference between trying and growing. So trying is taking action. It's showing up, you're swiping, you're going on dates, you're doing the things that people tell you to do, you're putting yourself out there. And I want you to think of that as the equivalent of when people say, I've been at this job for 10 years, I deserve a promotion, or five years, or I've been doing my job, I deserve a raise. So Most of us learn at some point that we don't get a raise or promotion depending on how much time we've put in or how long we've been somewhere or just by doing our job. We get a raise or promotion based on our growth and added value to the job. So the good news about that is that if you come to me, let's say we have the free 15 minute call or we do a consult and you tell me, oh my gosh, Amber, something's wrong with me because I haven't been able to create the result I want in dating in 10 years. The good news is I don't think there's anything wrong with you. I just think you've been at the dating job for a long time without the actual growth or just with very incremental or small growth. So what I believe is that the only thing between you and a goal is growth. And that doesn't mean the only thing between you and a goal is effort or a lot of dates or more time. What's between you and a goal is growth internally and therefore in the way that you show up with people. When I think about clients who have the best experience working together, who create the results that they want, whether that's feeling less anxious or enjoying the process more or creating more dates or um, going from dating to exclusive, all of the dating results. 
One thing that really ties those people together is valuing the 1% shifts. So I'll just notice in a session that they treat every little insight as important and valuable. So I'll say something like, drop the 40% guy and introduce that concept. And they're like, oh, okay. And like they're really processing it and implementing it and valuing that idea and using every single experience as an opportunity to step higher. And in general, they have a habit of appreciating all of their little 1% shifts and growth before they create the result. They have this constant mindset of it's all coming together. It's all making sense. It's all like, it's not complete, but it's coming together as this puzzle piece. And they utilize every situation in dating as a learning opportunity. And so I've created so many podcasts at this point, but those little mindsets are really important. I've created separate podcast episodes like obstacles versus roadblocks, and it all adds up and slowing down to speed things up. So all of those little 1% shifts in your mindset make a huge impact if you really believe in the value of every little ounce of growth. So the reason why I bring this concept up is because I want you to consider with that question of like, how many more dates do I have to go on? I've been on so many dates, I've been doing it so long. How much of that time have you been really trying versus growing so how much of that time has been spent utilizing every situation for that one percent shift how many times did you have a challenge or an issue come up on a date where you then uh, listened to a podcast or got coaching or read a book or did something to learn and utilize that situation so think back to when you actually started approaching dating in that growth-oriented way and count that as the beginning of your timeline. The second thing that I want to bring up in relation to this question of how many more dates is what is the number that you quit on? Meaning, if I say 400, (laughs) are you willing to do 400? If I say one more, Are you willing to be energized about that? So what is your number of capacity for dating? How many dates are you willing to go on for your vision? And if it's not like a billion, then I think the first thing you'd have to do is get in touch with your vision of what you want to create. Like, why are you dating in the first place? and also your belief that that's possible for you. And what I really want to offer is that when you take away the option of quitting and you just know that you're never ever going to quit, <laughs> like doesn't matter if it's 10, 50, 100 dates, you just know that you're going to utilize every single date and you're going to keep growing until you grow into the result that you want. It takes such a load off. It's so relieving to know you're not going to quit because that's half the battle is the battle of us wanting to quit after every date that doesn't work out. And every time something doesn't go our way, we're not just dealing with the disappointment of that. We're also dealing with that voice in our head that's like, we should quit. (laughs) This isn't fun. I don't want to do this anymore. 
that voice is super exhausting. You'd also notice that dating feels more fun and meaningful and interesting when it's a growth process and not just something that you're chugging through, like the trying versus the growth. It's much more fun when it's a growth situation. We feel more fulfilled at jobs where we feel like we're learning and growing and adding value and increasing our abilities every day versus the dead-end job that we've had for 10 years that we're just doing the same thing every day and hoping that it'll lead somewhere different, right? So just imagine what dating would be like if it was a growth process and you knew that you were never going to quit and that you could actually enjoy that process more because it felt more meaningful and it felt like progress the entire time. The last piece that's really important here is when people share that question in that way of like how many more dates and I've been on so many dates and I've been doing it for so long it's coming from the belief that something has gone wrong and it's not working and that is also a huge energy zapper and I don't think I created a podcast about this but I did send an email about it which is the belief that it's working the entire time So it's that half-baked cake. When you are mixing together the flour and the sugar, it's working. It's becoming a cake. (laughs) You just haven't added the eggs and the butter and whatever else goes into a cake. And it's really important to see everything through that lens of it's working, it's becoming, I'm creating my result even before it's a cake, because otherwise, if you look in that bowl and you just see this white powder and it looks nothing like a cake, you're just going to throw the entire bowl and its contents into the garbage. So we end up sabotaging our efforts in that way in dating as well, where we think it's not working, something's wrong with me, something's wrong with the process, something's wrong with the city that I live in, something's wrong with men, and we just quit We stall out, we delete the app once again, and it's all coming from that belief that something isn't working when maybe it was the entire time. And so that's what I mean with those clients of valuing the little shifts. It's like, ooh, like let's put the butter in now and the butter is gonna make it so amazing. And okay, like this week we're putting in the sugar and next week we're gonna do the egg whites and then this week we're gonna do the baking of it and like valuing each part of that and knowing and trusting that it's going to lead to the result that you want. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening today. If you are interested in working together in my group coaching program, there's going to be a link in the show notes to schedule a consult. And just to give you an idea of those little shifts that people are creating I created an online dating guide and I posted it in the group for the group coaching program. And it's about how to make little shifts in online dating to get much better results. And so one of the women posted in the group, so she said this, I've been following Amber's online dating guide to show up fully when I'm on the apps. And maybe it's a coincidence, but the responses I get now are like night and day from before and in better ratio to the messages I send. The guys I've messaged are responding thoughtfully to me, and it feels like I'm having better conversations than I did before. So now I'm a believer in bringing the right energy, and now I 
only open up the app when I know I'm in the right headspace and can show up the way I want someone else to show up. It's not something I really paid attention to before, so thank you, Amber, that really created a shift for me. So that's an example of the 1% little shift. And also, if you're interested in that specifically, I created a recent podcast episode called How to Create or Get More Meaningful Responses Online. So that's a little bit of what I shared there too. So those little 1% shifts are what add up. So this week, it's getting better engagement and responses and more dates online. Next week, it's about bringing more vulnerability and playfulness on dates. The week after, it's about whatever your level of growth is at that point. But wherever you are, start there. There's nothing wrong with where you are and make those little 1% shifts. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.